0: We've got some. Hey, fresh I'm Luis! And I'm Luis, I'm and I'm Luis! And you're listening to the Content before. is Profit One, podcast! Two, we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit.
1: If you'd like to learn more on how to create the oh, profit into content, go to content is profit.com. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is right, guys once again hey we are on a roll here and that was I, fast I, that was I'm fast, lo- that was fast today yeah i'm loving it all Guys, good. It's all today creating a brand through podcast and community that i'm super excited for this because mm-hmm. it literally this headline right here
1: has three of my favorite words creating podcast and community so i just want to put the emoji fire him. In the in the in the comments <laughs> in the audio, if that's possible. Yeah. Video editor, just drop some fire <laughs> in ju- ju- here, guys. Before we get started, please don't forget to subscribe to the Content is Profit podcast. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Beast Bros Go Everywhere.
0: That is right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, don't
1: forget to share it and and leave a five star review. So, today's guest is probably, if not, the biggest podcaster in Jacksonville. This guy is legit. He eats and breathes podcast. Not only he is the host of Creating a Brand Podcast, but he is an innovator. And his hair is always on fleek. How does he do it? That's
0: why we're here to answer. That is right, guys. We officially met him at one awesome podcasting conference. And I say officially... Because previously, we had creeped on his social media accounts. No shame on that. He is surprisingly good at knowing what is the next most important action to take. And he has been doing just that with the release of his new
1: incredible service for podcasters. Some of his awesome achievements include his podcast creating a brand has been a top 20 entrepreneurship topic. Ugh. podcast on Apple. Yep. Impressive. Not to spell the surprise, but he launched potmatch.com to help guests and hosts find their ideal interviews. Yep. And most importantly, he has been able to build an amazing community of like-minded entrepreneurs in a very distinctive way. More on that later. Yeah, that's right,
0: team. That is right. Please welcome Creating a Brand Podcast Host, Master Community Builder, and Beth Hercut In Jacksonville, Mr.
2: Alex DeFilippo! What's up, guys? What's up? Man, that intro. I have never had... Man, I've been on over 100 podcasts, and I have never had an intro even close to that one. Insane.
1: (laughs) Thank you.
0: Thank you, thank you, man. We are so excited. Um, Honestly, we're gonna... I'm just gonna say this. From the start, we're going to have to do round two when we can all be in the same room. Uh, I think
2: that's going to be pretty epic. Uh, But, man, thank you so much. What does that mean? Same room? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Is that that a thing now? Yeah,
2: I don't know. Is there another? I thought my wife was the only other human on Earth. Is there other people? True, true, (laughs) right? (laughs) So um, the Same planet <laughs> you guys. I got I got a little bit of beef with you guys, man I gotta I gotta say something here man. On, uh, it was episode 42 You guys had Holly flick on and you all talked about starting a soccer team and I didn't get a call email text <laughs> anything Okay, nope. what well, is the deal? Oh, all man, right.
1: okay call that being called out on the show. That's, yeah, that's okay. True, that's but, true. Okay, okay we're putting you on the list and uh now you're gonna be on the bench. Clearly. <laughs> I mean oh, <laughs> No no I'm that's kidding, I'm kidding. Anyway, that's fine. Starting that's fine. eleven. I'll keep it warm. The, the team is growing, man. We got yeah, Alex, yeah. we got Holly, we have we have Catherine, Catherine Jones. So Jones
0: yeah, we're gonna Fons- we, we're turning from a five B five
1: team to a seven B seven team and eventually hopefully it. an elevens yes. team, right? So if you're a part of the audience and you love soccer just like we do, go ahead, let us know. Drop a comment, send yep. say hi to Alex, say hi to us, and uh you know we'll see. We'll do some tryouts and see if you guys can be on the team. Team too. <laughs> dude Alex I am extremely excited uh, you know a lot of people have been telling us you guys are always excited but that's true I mean <laughs> the people that we bring into the show is because we admire to a different level and you know we met you at pot fest and wow like you were probably the only like presentation that, that we went to yeah I, it was actually
0: the only presentation the, that we that we, stepped into.
1: that we listened to the full thing uh not because the other presenters were amazing but we were having a great conversations outside where we we're like we need to catch this guy up and uh, and see what's yeah. up because he's from our hometown and uh dude we love it so we would love for you to share a little bit of uh, who's alex where do you come from and why you do what you do now
2: yeah man guys th- this is man this is an honor to be here first off so and I was obviously the best speaker that you guys heard there because I was the only one. So. Exactly. <laughs> not, not bad, right? Um, yeah. Not bad at all. Now, so, uh, Alex Sanfilippo, I was actually born and raised Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I've always loved the beach. I've always loved swimming, fitness, soccer. These are things that I've just I love. They're, they're part of who I am. The thing is, I'm not great at any of those sports or anything like that. What it turns out, I was good at was business. I learned that at a young age and just kind of dove right into it, really enjoyed it. It's funny, I always had this dream growing up. I wanted to be that guy who would walk into a building, like a corporate building, and right when I walk in the door, people would be like, Alex, we need you to sign this, and there's a meeting waiting for you, and there's a phone call waiting for you. And then one day I actually got that, and it's terrible. (laughs) It's really bad, it's called middle management, and if you aren't really good, it is hard to actually get anything done there. And uh, so that was kind of like my discovery time where I'm like, uh oh, I don't want this. I need to get out of this. And ever since then, I've really dove as heavy as I can into entrepreneurship and just enjoyed the act of creating something for myself. I have a background in blogging. And over the last couple of years, I've really gotten into podcasting and absolutely just fallen in love with it. So uh, this is kind of what I'm doing. And my big thing is if I can help other people come along with me or find their own path for what they want to do, I'm all about it. And that's that's what brings me here today
1: yes
0: yeah no that is awesome
2: i i love how you picture your dream you know being that one person (laughs) coming into the room that's that's pretty funny (laughs) yeah you know i thought it would be so cool and i got there i'm like uh oh this is bad (laughs) like this is is not not what i wanted (laughs) yeah
0: do you know and i want to take that as a as as a lesson here that sometimes we chase something and once we get it it's okay if it is not
2: what we were expecting right like oh yeah and it's totally okay to pivot and and chase something else yeah, hundred percent, man. I've I pivoted time and time again. I'll tell you what, I've used those skills that I learned there to grow mm. where I am today. Like it, it, it's kind of a natural progression, if you will. But. You might, who knows where you might end up because of that. If you're willing to pivot, not say this failed, this wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. It's such there's such a valuable lesson in there and just having that right mindset because the whole world's pivoting right now, one oh. way or another, isn't it? Yeah, uh, well, exactly. I, I
1: mean, it's just one way. Everybody's pivoting. The whole thing is like mm-hmm. p- p- shifting. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, <True>. I, <laughs> the whole thing, like, there's no option, guys. You know, go go with the flow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm very interested. Like, you you set your past like on content, right? It's start with blogging, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something that personally is very close to me because in college I started a blog called Mass Life and the whole purpose was like these cool articles, amazing things about humans and doing positive things, right? Because we hear all the noise outside and we want to do this, right? But with that being said, even the passion was there, I did not continue on that path because to me there was a lot of friction so i'm very interested to know like how do you get started into blogging and why the transition now or why do you let's say the evolution to now podcasting and i know that you also use some elements so i want to like learn a little bit more about that story because like we might go back to that but uh we'll see but uh yeah so what's what what, what's what's up with that
2: Yeah, so yeah, going back to like the, the early blogging days, the first time I sat down to write a blog post was just something inside me said it was time to write. You know, like I had I was actually leading a, a men's small group with my church at that point, And all yeah. the guys would ask me for like notes on what I talked about. And so I was like sending them texts and, and emails and then they're like, can I share this with people? Can I forward this text? So it started turning into like, okay, there's a lot of people asking for this. It ended up being about 100 people at one point. And I was like, maybe I should do this blogging thing. Mm. And then I found a, a, web, a website called WordPress. It's a very small website, but some people have heard of it. Um, <laughs> actually, like 35% of the Internet's run on it at this point. So that's it made it same. really easy for yeah. me to get started. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of reasons not to. I mean, it took me a couple hours to like have a blog up and running. It didn't look great. You know, it wasn't yeah. like yeah. super high quality, but there was a place I could hit post and my content would go on the Internet and people could see it. So that's kind of how I got my start with it. And I'll be real. If anyone can find those original articles I wrote, burn them please, <laughs> if you can't find them. <laughs> uh, my my first hundred weren't so great. I, I wasn't a naturally good writer or anything like that. Like in school, I I, I never got better than a C in English. So mm-hmm. I was always like, I always struggle with that. But for some reason, I knew I wanted to write. And then when I started really getting into it and kind of finding my voice with for the way I write, yeah. I ended up really, it became just a passion for me. Like I, I fell in love with the act of writing. And still to this day, I absolutely love any chance I get to write a blog post. I'll do yeah. guest posting. I'll do any of that stuff. Yeah. It is so much fun for me. But Along the way, there's this thing called SEO. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said early on, like sports and stuff like that didn't necessarily come natural to me. But for whatever reason, SEO came really natural to me. Um, mm-hmm. It just made sense, uh, which might sound kind of weird, but I kind of like just understood how it worked from a holistic standpoint. And, uh, it, and when I started writing and thinking about SEO, I started write, writing blog posts that would rank really well. Wow. And uh, that's kind of where I, I made a little bit of a name for myself in that industry. I started speaking at I would speak at twelve conferences a year, most of them around blogging and content creation. Mm. Um, again, all like WordPress related and things like that. But I got really involved in it, and just and it was something I just loved doing. So I had a lot of fun with that, and I still to this day just love writing.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the there's a few things that I pick up from there. Right? Of mm. course, the fun part. Like if you yeah. are not having fun <laughs> with it, you're gonna struggle, right? And. I'm not gonna lie. Like lately, I've been getting into into writing and copywriting. I've been. I usually I didn't enjoy as much reading blog posts. Now I am like consuming a lot of blog posts, and I'm like, wow! Like I yeah. want, I want to start writing stuff like this, right? Putting my thoughts, um, grabbing these conversations that we're having right now, and creating pieces of content out of that. Mm. So I I found that super super exciting. Kind of like maybe at some moment in your life, you're not having fun with a certain thing, certain skill. But that doesn't matter that in the future, you know what we talk, pivoting, right? That in the future, yeah. you might enjoy that, and that might actually be a possibility for you. And the other thing that you mentioned, kind of like pretty quickly, but I want people to hear this, is that you said your first 100 blog 100. posts, yeah, they, they weren't <laughs> that good, right? So Side
1: note, if you find them, don't burn them. Send them to us. Send them to us, yeah, correctly. Yes,
2: <laughs> don't do it or you're off the soccer team. I
1: will
0: see you it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... I'm going to repeat that again. First, First 100. 100. That's mm. that's a lot of blog posts, right? And that just meant you kept going and kept going, being consistent. And that is the key, right? At the end of the day is if you want to find your voice, if you want to make progress, you want you need to be consistent. And you cannot just put two, three articles out there and be like, oh, well, I didn't go viral. No, and, and that's it, right?
1: Yeah. I, I think a very important thing here is like you mentioned there was a place where i can hit publish and this is Mm -hmm. this is massive for us because uh, even though like early in our story like that blog did not work for us uh you know i did not see the benefit at the time it was not for me but the second we started this show that's where we found not just the voice but the place where we can actually hit publish right yeah so i think like that's different for everybody and for you that was blogging for a lot of people, might be writing. And we have an example, like, this This is coming very personal, like our dad. Our dad wanted to write for, like, everything. He's, like, in his 60s, right? And he's like, I always felt that each, so we're like, go do it, right? But mm, yeah. his technical skills might not be where they should be to auto-publish on blogging. So guess what? Now he's writing, and he's publishing on podcasting. So it's like cool. find a place where uh, where you can hit publish. So thank you for bringing those that that point home. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's very- I I
0: have a question regarding to that, right? Like so people that might want to publish and hit that button, right? But they find themselves doubting to just press it, right? Put themselves out there or maybe they're putting themselves too much friction in between, you know what? What would be some recommendation that you would give them?
2: Gosh, man, everyone starts off feeling the same way. Like what I just said, like my first 100 blog posts, that isn't like something that no one's ever said before. Like you could ask the probably the world's greatest writers and they would be like, I don't want anyone to know what I first wrote, right? I mean it's very (laughs) rare to meet someone who's like, I've been proud since day one. Like but and then I say first hundred, like I wrote every day for a while by the way, guys, and I don't Mm. recommend that to anybody. (laughs) Don't do that. It's a bad idea. But for a while I was doing that. So like I I, that's why for me was like it was really only the first year and a half I'd say it was the first hundred and after that I started getting finding my voice and things like that. But my recommendation to somebody is you have to step out and have courage at some point. Um, the, the meaning of courage, the definition of it means being afraid than doing what you have to do anyway. If you never hit that publish button, then you never get started. It's that simple. And it, it, I had a lot of fear, like the first, especially I'm thinking like back to the first few, I didn't want to share it with anybody. I was scared to text people about it. They were already waiting for it. I didn't post (laughs) it on my social media. I was way too nervous to do all that. And then I started getting selective. I'm like, well, I bet these people would judge me for it. So I'm just going to send it to these few people. And like, I don't want to be public and Honestly, I look back now and I'm like, Alex, it was so silly. Like I was putting myself out there. No one looks at that. When you're being courageous, nobody looks at you as, as being like, oh, I can't believe this guy. Look at this, this is terrible. If people yeah. see you stepping out of your comfort zone, that's motivating for people by itself. Even yeah. if they don't read the content, they're like, wow, look at this guy stepping out. It's mm-hmm. really encouraging for other people. And I found that when I've done that from since that day in my life, when I've stepped out, it encourages other people to go do the same thing. And the world needs that more than ever right now. We've gotta be willing to step out and get out of our comfort zone. And just hit that button right
0: yeah yeah that's true dude i have such a you just remind me of such a cool story um actually one of my best friends i'm not gonna say his name to n- don't throw him under the bus but my <laughs> friends that listen to this they will know who it is um he actually he was he wanted to create something right a, a youtube channel actually right and we were like dude just just do it just get yourself in front of a camera talk and he said, well, but I need to learn this and that, whatever. And we're like, okay, do just minimal viable content. Do, remove all the friction, just put it out there. Mm. So he goes ahead and he creates a video. And he sends it to my brother and me, just just the two of us. <laughs> and he's like, please, guys, don't share it with anybody. <laughs> right? And I'm like, dude, we watched it. It was a 14-minute video. And when we opened it, immediately we're like, well, this might be too long, you know? And it's like... Mm-hmm. Being honest with ourselves, we're like, whoa, this it, might it be too long.
1: It's not a topic that we it, might exactly. be attracted to. Like, mm-hmm. that was the, the thought process. Yeah, I okay.
0: But yeah. we're like, I, I'm super interested in watching it. It our attention. like the video was qual- the message, right? was nice. so okay. much quality <laughs> that we literally for 14 minutes were hooked in the computer watching this thing. Laughing, um, yeah. laughing cracking up. And, and it wasn't even a topic that we are like that attracted to, right? So I tell him, I'm like, dude, this is amazing. You need, to sh- you need to share this, right? And he's like, well, you know, my plan is to maybe share it with people that I don't know um, or, or from these communities and stuff. I'm like, no. It's like, text all your friends, dude, and send this to everybody that you know. Uh, this is awesome. And they'll share and ask them to share with people that they know. And he's like, well, but I don't know. I'm like do it. And he, <laughs> he, he ended up doing it. Yeah. Right. Good. And dude, the response was amazing. Cause at, at first he was afraid of being judged or like people tell him like, no, dude, you should do this this way or this, that the other way. Right. Cause everybody got feedback and, yep. and, and he, at the end he was like, okay, I'm just going to put it out there. Dude. The result was amazing. Like he has ragged so many views in his videos because people just connect with him. Some of them are just excited that he's stepping out of his comfort zone and yeah. they want to support you, right? So I get my message here is if you send it to probably one of your <laughs> friends and they they discourage you, maybe take a little look at that relationship right there. Just, just throwing that yeah. out there, right? I mean, I'm not going to. But, but, I mean, if your friends will probably 99.9% of the time, they are going to support you.
2: Yeah, I, I had a lot of support when I got started. It, like I'm thinking about video now because you are about video the first time I did a video I was so nervous like I'd spoken in front of people but something about the camera I mean it has no emotions man it doesn't think I'm funny it doesn't yeah. get emotional when I do like none of them like don't won't you give me anything camera yeah. but uh, for some reason I was more nervous in front of a camera I'd sweat in front of a camera but not in front of an audience which is opposite of most people I guess but yeah. anyway um yeah. what I had to do is I had to like ease my way into it so like, I actually recorded videos I just shared this earlier day which is funny I'm talking about a gang. I've talking about this in years but For one month, I told myself, I gave myself that timeline. I'm going to record myself. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to take notes on how, how I do. What are my words I go to? Do I say, um, a lot? My first video was like two minutes and I said, um, 300 times somehow in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it was something really crazy like that. But at the end of the day, what I did was I, I evaluated that for a month, not in a place to criticize myself, but to say, okay, Alex, how can I improve so that when I do post this, mm. I actually feel a little bit confident and know what I want to do. A month later, I posted my first video and I'll tell you what, I got so many people like texting me, calling me like, Alex, that was incredible. I've never even seen you on video before. How are you that good at it? And the thing is, I mm. wasn't great at it but for a first timer, I looked like I was, but I had been practicing for a while. And I think that many people, if they're really consumed by fear with it, give yourself a little bit of time to do it. Not too long, you need to set a timer. You can't be like working on it for years, right? At some point you have to hit publish, like we're saying. But (laughs) if you give yourself a little bit of time to practice in the dark, go for it. But just make sure that as soon as you hit that point, that timeline that you set for yourself, you go for it. And like I said, that was 30 days, but I did it at least one video a day for 30 days. So like by the end of it, I can't play and I could talk for three minutes straight, no notes and I was fine. Yeah. And uh, still, to this day, it's something that I uh, practice. I've taken with me in almost anything that I've done now. Exactly. Yeah, I, awesome.
1: I, I love how you like came up with your own framework, right? There, right. Like you identify, mm-hmm. hey, these are the areas that I, I feel like I'm not there yet, right? To to your yeah. standards, and that's okay, right? And and uh, this topic has come up a couple t- times in the last few episodes. Like, we. The the audience sees something, but inside of us, we see way ahead, right? And then we execute with those standards in mind, but we don't know that the audience doesn't know those standards. And as soon as we start executing, they're going to see that. But in our mind, we can have the full plan. They're not going to see it. They're just going to see what you're publishing, and that's your best, and then you're gonna improve a little bit, and that's your new best, and your new best. So yeah, the, the relentless quest the, for better, right? Uh, yeah.
0: Like, how can I? And I love the intention that you ha- that you had every single time. It's like, how do I improve, right? And yeah. that is the the question people need to ask. Even if you are good at it, ask yourself that because that's just gonna make elevate you mm. a little bit and make you even better every single time. And I actually want to give like a little. Random hack in here uh, for people listening. You were t- talking about like how you get sweaty, right, dude? I am that person. Uh, so when we used to work in the fitness industry, I would have to like stand up in front of like the company. It was like twenty people. They were all <laughs> friends of mine too, and I had to talk about social media, dude. And I would get sweat so freaking sweaty. Three and, shirts, and,
1: like so, yeah, it, was, it's,
0: it was horrible, right? So no good. Actually. One of the things that has helped me with that is literally being silly. So <laughs> I'm going to give this example. When we met you at POTFest, right? They had this karaoke uh, night, karaoke night <laughs> one of the nights. And I, one of our friends was like, hey, let's do a duet. Let's go and sing. Dude, I cannot mm-hmm. sing. I'm terrible. I don't sing at all. And so I went on stage and I was looking at this at all the people in there. I didn't know anybody. And I was like, well, I'm going to get super sweaty if I, if I start getting nervous, so how can I get rid of this? Right. And I was like, I'm just going to be silly. I literally went on the ground, pretended that I was break dancing, <laughs> rolled on the ground on, and oh then, la- God, and then landed it. on my side like that. Just like posing <laughs> on, on, my, on my, over my hand.
1: There's a video, Alex. Don't worry. We yeah. can, uh, we can, we yeah, can I'd show like you later.
0: Make sure that's in the show notes for me. Uh, yeah. 100%. Check out. And literally after that, like everybody laughed, like it was silly and I, I felt so comfortable after after that. I didn't mind butchering the song whatsoever. So, and and in part, I think that's how, why we do the intros that way. Because whether we make a mistake, right, it's funny, whatever. Like we are being ourselves, we're being silly, and and it's totally sort of fine. Like we embrace it. So whatever comes after that, we're not gonna get the sweaty armpits. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Alex, <laughs> right. we feel we feel like you're on um, you're you're like on this movement creation mode yep. right now. I'm I'm very curious to know why that transition from, you know, obviously we talked about blogging to the podcast to to speaking in different stages. And now you're creating this amazing community. And now this new product that you guys launched, why that transition? Why creating a community? Why go there?
2: yeah this is a great story so for me it went from blogging to podcasting like you said and that was just a natural progression you know at some point that just happens i'm like wow people make blog posts for podcast episodes why don't i do a podcast episode make a blog post for it you know it's kind of a natural progression i knew i wanted to get into it because i had been speaking for a while and uh it's it's a lot of fun so i i mean i i love podcasting like being here today this is like the highlight of my day this is sweet (laughs) yes so excited about (laughs) it you know um but uh, yeah, so I wanted to do something with the podcast because they tend to be a little bit one dimensional. And that's something that I'm, I've always my life has always been changed time and time again through community and through doing life with other people. So when I started the podcast, I, I day one was like, there has to be something more than this. I have to be able to talk to these people. So, yeah, I created a community with it. It's a free online community. And it's just for people that are entrepreneurs that want to go further faster. Is the way I say it, we can all communicate together and kind of help each other along the way. There's some free mm-hmm. courses and stuff in there. Really important to me. One of the things that I set out to do day one with this, because I'm going to give you all a little secret and the audience can can take this one too, like about Alex Sanfilippo. I don't have the best business ideas. <laughs> Believe it or not, my ideas aren't that good. But what I found that actually works really well is that if I can find people that have problems and make a solution for their problems, mm. and that's something that I'm really good at doing. So in the community, I just started evaluating what people saying the problems were. If I could find common trends, I knew that I could build an idea off of the problem that people are talking about. So one that I heard time and time again was from podcast host and guests saying, I'm having a lot of trouble finding more guests for my podcasts, the right guests. I mean, anyone can find somebody who will jump on, right? But finding the right one that's a good fit isn't always easy. And then yeah. the guests on that side, they're saying, I really want to be on more podcasts, but I can't, I don't even know how to start finding the right ones. Like, do I just listen to iTunes and see, you know, or listen to Apple podcasts and see if I can find something on there. Anyway, I saw this trend, the problem they were having, and I decided, you know what, Alex, if you can create a solution for this problem, you can really serve this, this audience really well. So I sought out to do that, and that's when Podmatch became a thing, which is literally like we modeled after Hinge and Tinder, like we just took those (laughs) online dating things and we're like, can we turn this into a podcast guest and host meeting? And sure enough, it's becoming the solution to the problem that we set out to serve. And all this, again, this has happened very naturally. I'm a very strategic person, so I always sit back and evaluate and reflect, and that's how I've been able to see I could go from blogging to podcasting and community building to solving problems to building my first SaaS project, you know? Yeah,
0: wow. Amazing. Yeah, that that reminds me of a conversation with Todd Brown. Yeah. And he says, you need to be a student of the market. And that's Mm -hmm. literally what you are. You created these communities, right, with not only like-minded people, but what they are probably your dream customers, right? They're people Mm -hmm. that, you know, that you can go, like Gavin Bell said, go and have a beer with. And and these people are sharing with you their problems, and then you're just like, okay, how can I how can I solve these problems? You are a legit problem solver.
1: I I, I think a very big word there that you said was serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yes, it is a business. It could become a, a business. There's there's paid somewhere somewhere like at some point, right? But yeah, it's keep, making profit
2: already, so it's exactly it's working. awesome. Yeah, it,
1: exactly. And people are probably very happy to pay you for that solution because you're mm-hmm. serving them to the best of your ability by solving their problems. And a lot of the things that we talked here on the show in the past few episodes also is how do we achieve that frictionless sale? Right. It's like, I don't want to be convincing anybody to work with me. I want yeah. people to come to me and be like, guys, like how can we work together? Right. That is the best, like the amazing questions. Like, do you guys do this? Can you guys help me? Absolutely. And I think that's exactly what you achieved Creating pot match with the community. You listen, you sat down, you listen to the market, like Fonzie and, and Todd Brown here was, uh, were saying, and uh, you create a solution for that. Around the world, serve. How can I serve them better? And we talked a little bit off camera. It's a product that is evolving, right? It's like we're yeah. looking for feedback. We're uh, and that indicates that you want to serve them to the highest level. So amazing we're part of that by the way so for those listening guys if you are in the podcast go check out pot match because it has been amazing we already made amazing connections in there uh starting with alex alex was our first booking (laughs) from pot there we go there we
0: go i I, I do have a question when when it comes to community right because a lot of people um you know especially now like facebook has been they've been pretty much promoting their facebook groups so you even see ads on tv so that's what if facebook is running ads on tv about facebook groups you know community is becoming pretty pretty important right so what are some of the biggest challenges you've seen
2: in trying to create that community or helping others create their communities yeah the first thing is there's a lot of noise out there i mean that's the first thing we have to just admit like there is a lot of noise out there and the reason that people are now looking for community though is because of all that noise like if you don't think about it the world in general, the entire world, we are more connected than every four. Like we, we might be in the same city now and you know, following those social distancing rules right now. Like we're, we're being good, good American citizens, right? right yeah. now, we're just crushing That's right. But um, but you guys could technically be anywhere in the world right now where I could and we could mm-hmm. still connect like this. So we're more connected than we've ever been globally. However, people are more lonely than they've ever been. And we're finding yeah. that just because we're connected doesn't mean that we're actually building relationship. So this big push, I guess this big shift, maybe you can call it, to community online is becoming really important. Uh, yeah. One, because a lot of people are quarantined right now, but outside that even, people are just realizing, hey, I need to feel connected and part of something. And uh, the, the hard part, though, again, is the noise that you fight. And for me, that's one of the reasons I actually, I have nothing against Facebook. A lot of people build very successful communities on Facebook. Nice. I decided to go off that platform. I went with Mighty Networks. It's a third yeah. party program. I'm friends with the CEO of the company, and it's done really well for me. But yeah. I wanted to get away from the noise because I think that a lot of people that get on Facebook because maybe they feel like they can kill some time, they end up doing something productive. But for me, I wanted it to be something else. And the number one piece of feedback I get from people is, why isn't this just a Facebook group? Then, then I hear that almost every every week I hear it. I'll say yeah. I'll say every week. And uh, all the time I'm hearing that. But at the end of the day, for me, I knew I wanted it to be people that were – not wanting i wasn't wanting to compete for the noise i wanted to be away from that and somewhere that if you log on you're intentionally logging on for a specific reason that was really important for me dude i I love that i
0: i really like that of like getting the people of the platform to your own um kind of like them being intentional of getting a facebook that's probably a profile of your dream customer right someone that is like oh yeah i don't want to be in Facebook. dude how many i cannot (laughs) even tell you how many times i'm like oh i need to message this this person in facebook right and I type facebook.com And as soon as that thing opens I forgot <laughs> Like 30 <laughs> <You> minutes <know? laughs> 30 minutes later I'm like Wait what am I doing here Like yeah, wh- wh-? Why am I here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then I was like Oh man I, I haven't even texted this person Right So I, I love that Getting the, the person away from the noise And something I got there Is kind of like Controlling the inputs Right Because mm-hmm. um, I mean You were talking about Yes we are the most connected But at the same time A lot of people They're just lonely Right Even though we have this power of Of being connected and and that is because again the noise in social media is huge and we don't have full control of what we are seeing and and you know like we receive information everywhere it doesn't matter if it's just you reading it if you're listening if your side of the of your eye is like catching it your brain is taking all that information and in facebook you cannot fully control the inputs so i love the fact that you take people from the other yeah. to the other platform and i feel it's like you're giving them a way better experience that yeah. way
1: to to add to that alex i think you could create like a filter layer and some some people might play devil's advocate here and be like that's bad i disagree mm-hmm. i'm like the person that goes through that hoop it's closer to you it has more things that like relatable to you they want to learn more about you you can, you can then serve them at a highest level, right? So yeah. at, a, at a high level, right, it's like, well, I might be getting less people, but they're super high quality yep. because of the yep. the relationship that we're building here. So we're chatting with I think it was my call, same thing, like it comes out, right? Sometimes we, we blast our message out, we publish, we hit that button, right? And... Uh, there might be an audience that might not resonate with that. And then we judge ourselves and judge our message and what we think and what we love because Mm -hmm. of the opinion of few. Why don't we look to the other way and we try to find that audience that really appreciates what we do and what we enjoy. So then that creates that extra level of like confidence between you and your audience. At the end of the day, they're going to become your friends, which is literally like that person that wants to drink that beer with you. So I (laughs) highly... Congratulate your brother on, on taking that path and you know, we're again part of that community as well We've seen a ton yeah. of value in there yeah. um, And especially because we work and we kind of navigate in the same world. So that's why the yep. value is so great <laughs> So awesome, man I hope I hope this motivates everybody to uh, create their own stuff And their, their, own, own, community. Co- yeah, and their own
2: communities and drive you know, them a little, away little <laughs> business out of that actually quick business out of that I'll yeah, yeah. throw this little tip out there too is uh, unless facebook has changed something which last time i checked was yesterday and they haven't you don't get the email (laughs) list you don't know who Mm. like there's people in your community but they they don't all see it so if there's 100 people in there and you post something not all 100 are going to see it when you have your own platform not only can everyone see it but also you own that list uh so we have to remember big social media is rented space and your own platform is is your home. You actually own it. You're not going to get kicked off of it at any point. Now, I'm not saying avoid big social media altogether. It definitely has its places. It's for sure top of the funnel. It's yeah. a great way to grow a podcast, to grow a blog, all those things. But at the end of the day, where you're really investing the majority of your time, you have to be careful if it's on a big social media platform where you're playing on someone else's home, right? It's rented space. I can tell you at any point, okay, now you got to pay me for, for this. And Facebook did that years ago. You all probably remember that. But like, it used to show almost everybody when you post something. And then it changed to, nope, we're showing less than 1%. You can pay, you know, yeah. ad, you can get ad space to, to get more. Yeah. Uh, and that shift happened. It really hurt a lot of businesses. But at the end of the day, we have to remember, where are we playing and where are we actually building out what, what we're trying to do to leave an impact in the world?
1: Yeah. So question that. question on that, because with Brett, we, we were challenging some ideas and we were like, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> so... To create a community like this might create some friction on the, on the operation side, right? It might be an investment. Mm-hmm. It can be small, it can be big, whatever, however you want to do it. So for those out there, obviously, it's big social media, their platform, especially Facebook groups. It's a free resource right now for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Anybody can like yeah. literally create it like that. So what would you say to people that are like, hey, uh, I'm not really buying this. Like, I don't believe Facebook is going to change ever again. You know, I think they're good as, uh, as they go. What would you say to that person if they want to build that community? Because probably we we might have some of those out there. And I have my own opinion I can share afterwards. But um, I would like to hear your your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, everyone's going to feel a little bit differently about this. For me, the first thing that you have to do is you have to sit down and self-reflect about what you're really trying to do. What is the big goal of what you're wanting to do with this? Like, why are you even building a community in the first place? Mm -hmm. And when you can sit down and really truthfully have – just complete clarity as to your reason why and what an end goal for it is, you can make the decision if something like a Facebook group or wherever else you build a group, like I can do on LinkedIn as well, wherever you decide that that can be or your own platform, you can actually make a good decision as to why if you're just doing it because it's easier or quicker or more affordable, that's probably not the right idea. If you have a long term vision that you think you're really going to start a movement with a community, if you have to be really intentional with what you do and at the end of the day, I mean if, you, if you're if you not willing to invest anything, like how big are your dreams, right? Like I'm not sure. saying go spend all your money up front, but you have to really weigh that option against against what is going through your head and what you've decided you want to do with your time. But if it's just a little side thing and you're like, hey, I'm just going to do this for fun, by all means, do a Facebook group. Do a LinkedIn group. That's, that's fine. But if you really sit down and say this is a vision, I want to do a movement with this, I'd really challenge you to consider investing on a third party platform. Yeah.
1: Amazing. I, I absolutely love that that answer, by the way. Like, I'm with you, and now I'm like... Because we've had that conversation, right? We're like, hey, should we... I, I feel like we have enough people, like, asking, you know, what we do and, and how we do it, and, you know, be like, share the secrets, and we're like, listen to the show. But, uh, <laughs> but I feel like, you know, that community aspect of things, like, is, is necessary. So we've, like, yeah. been debating for some time now. We're like... Is Facebook group the right platform? Is it our, our own platform? Um, how can we manage this? How can we do s- certain things? So it's a legit question that's coming from me. And now I'm like questioning everything. So I'm going to have to sit down and be like, huh, uh, find my inner Louise and, and try to find. But thank you because that's the reason what you said. Why are you building it in the first place, right? That why, mm-hmm. what is the ultimate goal with this? Is that a movement? Is this a longer term play like, are we safe? Like, those are questions that we need to, to bring into account, not just with that, but with everything in content strategy, right? If we're just yeah. like oh, yeah. publishing for the sake of publishing, hmm. you know, earlier we were on a call with somebody that's uh, that might be starting to work with us, great guy, great friend, and, uh, and we walk him through our content strategy. And it has evolved 100%, yeah. but every mm-hmm. piece that goes out there and... When I tell you every piece, we publish about 655 pieces in the last four months. It's a ton of content. Uh, yeah. Every single piece has a purpose. Every single piece yeah. has a job. That's good. And it, I think his mind was a little blown. <laughs> he just to say, like, guys, can we continue, like, in another day? Like, I need to, like, digest this. You guys this. are legends,
2: man. That oh, that was, was fun. Great. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank
1: you. But, but again, it's, that, it's because we are building something else. Yeah. And right. I, I want to clarify
0: something here for those that are listening. We didn't start with the 600 exactly. pieces, right? Yes. We started with one. We started with our 45 life journey. Just let's start with one and then see what's our capacity and how can we build up this, right? Because, of course, I'm not going to lie. It sounds amazing. Wow, we have published so many pieces. And now we have a framework to do it. And we have a team that can help us do it. But before, we didn't. So if you find yourself in that position and you're like, "Wow, but I, I need to create there's lots of content right it's like no at first you just need to be consistent right and do that one thing consistently that is gonna help you build up and eventually it's like Lego pieces you put one on top of the other one and it's just gonna help of like create your content framework that or your content machine if you yeah, want to call ju- it that just way.
1: like you did alex right writing your first 100 posts and then yeah, that led yeah. to something else and then that led to something else that led to the community that led to your product which is amazing i love this story like yeah. you could literally see like all the stages and yeah. i can't wait to see where uh, where this goes
0: yeah i'm ca- i'm kind of curious on like the managing the community side you know how like how does that look for you on a on a day-to-day basis
2: yeah. So for me, it's it's you, you keep on using the word consistency and that's what it comes down to. I mean, all this comes down to consistency. And if at any point somebody, one of the listeners says, I just can't be consistent with this. I know I can't. That's when you sub out work. So it can get done consistently. Yeah. Right? There's nothing wrong with like we don't have to do it all ourselves. I think that's a big misconception that many entrepreneurs make. We assume that like we have to be consistent with everything. There's a lot of elements in my business that are very consistent in my business, but I don't actually do any of them. Mm. Like, I don't touch them, but they're getting done consistently because I have either subbed that out, I've either found some sort of automation software, whatever it might be. Everything gets done consistently, but it's not all done by me. And I think that's a big misconception that we make. So for me, my time is best spent right now working on Podmatch, of course, and in the community. So I make sure that every week I show up, I've got yeah. planned posts every single day, every weekday, that something that I'm going to share. And whether people show up consistently or not, I'm going to show up consistently because over time, that pays off. I think that too many of us would quit too soon because it's just not, you know, it's like, well, I did this 10 times and only me and my mom are looking at it. You know, like we've all heard that before. But (laughs) at the end of the day, what what you have to do is you have to be willing to just keep on showing up, keep on showing up, keep on going and going and going. You know, what separates the most successful podcasts from the ones that don't make it is literally only consistency. Yeah. Like there's all these analytics for like, oh, the best podcasts do this and they have this and they have this cover art and they have this SEO. None of that is really there's no actual trend that you can follow. The only trend is that they've done it consistently for longer than the rest of us. And it yeah. just shows that the consistency really yeah. builds over time. And again, that goes back to you have to be willing to sub sub things if you're going to do it consistently, because I can't do everything consistently, but someone can help me. And then that, you know, in turn, it's It's all getting done.
0: Yeah, 100%. I'm guessing you, I mean, I know you have a life, right, that you want to enjoy as well. So
2: (laughs) if you take on all those
0: responsibilities, uh, I mean, you will not be enjoying your life that much. Yeah. So I
1: I think that's uh, one of the questions that we asked ourselves because Fancy here is a creative mind, right? So he goes and he goes into his creative zone and then he's like, dude, what if we do this and this and that? And then immediately, you know, the question is like, can we operate like that consistently over time can we implement that in the Mm -hmm. processes that we have now if the answer is no then we scratch it and then we're like okay what's a piece of that that we can implement now and that's how your content starts to evolve or anything your business really starts to evolve we we, we obviously talk content but it's like your business starts to evolve and like fancy said you know Mm -hmm. now obviously we have a team that fulfills on a bunch of stuff but they have to stay consistent on that end if they cannot same questions like why can't we Go down to make sure that we we're consistent. We're in that pro- consistent process of stretching capacity, bring it back down. Stretch capacity, bring it back down. So I love yeah, that. that's I- so
2: good, man. I, that it's so powerful. You know, I think back to Robert Kiyosaki, uh, who wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad, and very you know very successful. He uses the word focus a lot, but he says focus stands for follow one course until successful. Oh, and he has lived good. by that, and that's something that I've modeled. I have it written down on one of my boards behind me. Follow one course until successful, which means. If I'm not successful with something yet, I shouldn't be biting off more. Yeah. So example, I don't spend much time on, on Instagram, even though it's a, it's a big platform, we do it automatically. So it's consistently getting content, but my focus is on LinkedIn because that's where my audience is. And I'm going to follow that course until it is so streamlined and so consistent that I feel like I have the capacity to move on to something else. But Robert Kiyosaki had it so right with that. Follow one course until successful. Focus, dude. I love that. That,
1: that might be one of the quotes I'm gonna <laughs> put in the, in the wall at some point. There you go. Yeah.
2: Thanks, thanks Robert. Yeah, yes. yeah. Thank you, Robert, for sure. We're,
0: we're gonna say We're gonna chop this this clip and we're gonna send it to him, courtesy Perfect. of sure. Alex Sanfilippo. Um, dude, focus actually has been such a big word for us in the last year. Yeah. And the. The way you just put it right now, the way you just shared it, uh, if it, I think it makes it, it elevates the importance yeah, does, of, of this word. Wow, I'm, I'm amazed, man! Thank you so much for sharing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I can't, for sure. It, it's funny, like, once you see, like, if you see fancy live streaming, you see the back, uh, like you see my desk, and then in the back, you see like these pieces of paper, right, with a bunch of quotes, and then if you see his side. It's full of blue tapes and also a bunch of quotes. So we're going to definitely add that to the MVP <laughs> side of quotes. Now, Alex, obviously there's been some challenges personally, right? Mm-hmm. With building the business, uh, you know, maybe transitioning from your job into the business or if that's still thing, like mm-hmm. what is like maybe like one of the biggest challenges that you've faced and what are you doing now to kind of crush it?
2: Yeah. So one of the biggest ones, this is probably not something that you guys are used to hearing and maybe you are, I don't know. But for me, it's actually being willing to be uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. being willing to be uncomfortable. What I mean by that is we in America, there's the American dream, which really is comfort. But at the end of the day, comfort is really dangerous because it leads to complacency, which really can lead to a lot of very dangerous things. And actually, science will tell you that when you're comfortable, you're actually it's actually unhealthy for your body and for your mind to be comfortable for too long. You have to stretch it. And a lot of us, myself included, really great job in aerospace. Like, great job making good money, good benefits, like all that comfortable like life. Everything is, is great and really comfortable, right, at the end of the day. But yeah. sometimes you have to challenge that. You have to challenge that status quo that says... From the world standards, I'm, I'm doing great. I shouldn't change anything. I should just ride this out for the next 30 years, and I'm great. But deep down inside, I know there's something more. But the friction that comes from knowing that I'm going to get myself uncomfortable along the way has held me back and kept me Progressing slower than I should be. Not saying I should take a leap and be like, I'm quitting everything and I'm moving <laughs> on to this, right? Like, I'm yeah. not talking about that. But making the progression seems very scary because it is the unknown, and ultimately, that's fear. what well, fear is. You know, when you think about it, it's, it's yeah. we fear the unknown. We don't know what's coming, yeah. and that change for a lot of us is something that holds us back. But for me, I think the thing that's held me back the most is just comfort yeah. and, be- and being scared that I'm going to lose that ability to be comfort. Maybe I'll have to go. Maybe I'll have to go hungry. Who knows? Like, who knows what that looks like or what I'd be, you know, if this fails, can I get another job and could I do this? And that type of thing along the way has always been something that's kind of held me back a little bit. But yeah. the more I've learned to overcome that fear and continue to challenge that status quo in my life, I've found more and more of what I believe to be my purpose and calling in life. And honestly, I'm more fulfilled and feel more energized than I ever have because of it. Yeah. But it's not. I'm not saying it's easier that I've arrived. This is still a journey that I am well on and believe will follow me through my entire life.
0: Yeah, I love it. You know, there's this book called *Antifragile*, and the whole premise of the book is that. It's like, um, you know, pe- people think being how, – how can I explain this, right? Like he, he, he actually gives a really cool analogy, which is the human body, right? When we go to the gym and we stress our body, you know, lifting, um, we put it through an uncomfortable process. And then the body recovers and actually grows, right? It gets stronger. So when you go back to the gym, you can actually lift that and get uncomfortable again, right? If we're always mm-hmm. lifting the same way, like you're going to see no, no progress whatsoever. So when you put it that way, it's the same way in life. You got to stretch yourself right into these points, uh, you know, like acting regardless of fear. And then you're going to grow and your comfort zone expands and you, you got to just keep pushing consistently. And a lot of people just think it's being resilient. That's the word that I was looking for. But resilient is actually pretty much uh, pretty like enduring those hard times, those, those difficult things, but no gr- not growing. That's being resilient. Mm-hmm. But being anti-fragile is actually enduring those, but instead of breaking like something fragile, you become even stronger. So for people out there... Go and put yourself in uncomfortable situations, yeah. and, I, and
1: I think that's exactly <laughs> that's that kind of yeah. sums up basically your journey, Alex. So it's, yeah. it's amazing yeah. to to see you know where you started, what you do now, and can't wait to go and and continue to see you know when live events come back in all those conferences. So what yeah. is a what is a quick action point for somebody that's in this journey, right? Like they're they're starting to. To publish, they're struggling. They're trying to find their message. What's something that they can do now to m- help them move forward?
2: Man, you guys got to let me have two things here. Is that all right? Of course. Oh no, no, just one, man, just one. Come <laughs> just on, one. You get <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's two or none. Then I'm out of here
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: All right. So the first thing I want to share. Uh, sorry, guys, I just kind of took over here. Uh, <laughs> no, I love so it. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> I think it's really important to remember that we cannot compare ourselves to some of these big brands that are out there. And that's one of the, the common common trends I hear with people that are in the community with me. Uh, they're like, hey, I'm posting content, but I don't look like Nike yet. Or I don't look like Amazon or my, my website doesn't look like Apple's website. And their social strategies are so complex and they, they're posting like just great content. And yes, they are. But when you compare somebody else's day 20 to your day one, you are doing yourself a huge disservice. Mm. The best thing you can do is to start wherever you are at. Be proud of what you're doing. Don't don't do a bad job intentionally. Do the best you can with what you have, where you are and don't compare yourself to somebody else's day 20 or year 20 even, you know like don't look ahead at where they're at. And that's a really good point and something that I've had to learn the hard way. I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> but the more I've learned just to be where I am, it's helped me so much to actually get things accomplished. And believe it or not, people like it because if you post value adding content, yeah. people will forgive you if the quality isn't quite there yet. And you can work mm-hmm. your way into that over time. You'll get better and better and better. But you cannot compare where you are today to someone else, uh, no matter who they are, or where they're at in their journey. Yeah, Thank you. I love that one um uh, and the second one yeah yeah the second <laughs> one that's, that's, that's <laughs> the the hook. Kind of, it kind of goes along with it man but your guys audience i just know that i want to share this man. i know it no this is um, great. it's okay you know I, no. I just
1: want you to say the second one because i then i want to say impose. we'll just choose one that's it okay. or no, i'm kidding <laughs> the second one will be a hook for the Ooh, next podcast uh, what? Oh. and I, i'll just say go ahead man i think i think you're willing to like share this yeah
2: message. yeah <laughs> So I, always, I say this a lot as well. This is something that I've lived by. Uh, the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago, but the second best time is today. Uh, whatever it is it you're planning on doing, you can beat yourself up all day and say, I wish I would have started this years ago, months ago, weeks ago, days ago, whatever it might be. You can be saying that about anything, but none of that matters anymore. Uh, the best way to plan for your future is to give up all hope for a better past the past is behind you Let it go wherever you are today plant that tree And I begin that it'll begin to grow over time in 25 years from now It is going to be something beautiful, but it all starts with what you do today So yeah, the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago, but the second best time is today So just get started where you're at. I love it.
1: Yes uh, yeah. Alex we have two more questions. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Cool. All right.
1: <laughs> it's not over yet so we want to help people execute. And I think this is why we bring this question up. I think a, it could be a wake-up call for some. For some, It was for us. Where will you be if you did not publish?
2: Nowhere. I mean, if I didn't publish, I mean, nowhere. Like, that. That's, that's how it happens, right? I mean, I don't know where I'd be right now. But not doing what I'm doing, not living a life that I feel is, is fulfilling a calling and actually adding value to other people's lives... There's something that I say with everything that I do when I hit publish is I remind myself, Alex, you are here to add value to other people's lives, not be a person of profit. And I believe the profit follows. But my goal is to be a person of value. And if I don't hit publish, I'm not adding that value and I'm not fulfilling that purpose for me. I wouldn't be anywhere where I am right now. I wouldn't be having this conversation with you guys. That's for sure.
1: Dude, That, that was very powerful. Yeah.
0: Love it. So for you listening. You, you you might be still signing papers, you know, going into that building, be like,
1: hey, Alex, Alex. And, you know, <laughs> I got place. 10 meetings today. Yeah. 10 meetings today. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, and you know, again, I think we do this also for us. Is that is a reminder? It's we a got, good reminder. Yeah, it, it's a journey. We gotta keep doing it. So I really, really hope and wish that for the audience, this is very valuable, and I think he has. I think we touched a a couple of topics that we haven't touched before as far as like community side, which is great. Oh, great. Yeah. And uh, just the fact that your journey has been amazing and crazy and, you know, obviously with their own challenges, but you're willing to continue to grow and evolve and, and move forward because you have that commitment and that purpose with your audience. So super thankful. Where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Where can people join your community?
2: Yeah, so the easiest way to do this, I just have a phone number that people can text. If you text the word connect, to one nine zero four two nine nine eight nine nine two. So just text the word connect there and it'll automatically send you a free invitation link. Everything is at creatingabrand.com. So if you don't wanna do that, 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 use the phone number, that's fine, just go to creatingabrand.com. You will find everything, the podcast is there, a lot of free courses I have for people. Join the community, send me a DM, I'm there to help. If you're thinking about starting a community and you're not sure if this is something you wanna do, join just to check it out. Like, yeah. ask some questions, test everything out. Like, it's literally there to be an open book. I've had actually a handful of people that flat out told me they join. They only joined because they wanted to see how it works and they <laughs> won't stay around. I was like, that's perfect, use me as your beta. Like, I'm literally here to serve. Uh, and there's other people here that love being part of the tribe, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm here to be a person of service. If I can help somebody take that next step in their journey. Then that's a win for me at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Take it from us guys. We've been there and, uh, the value is amazing. There's definitely courses, topics, discussions, connections for everybody in there. And definitely go check out also PodMatch Uh, if you are into podcasting and, uh, want awesome guests in your show. Yeah, uh, you
0: stole the the words out of my mouth. I was about to say that. Same okay, thing. go say it again. Wow, say go guys, say it, go <laughs> join join <laughs> match. Yes,
1: uh, that, Alex,
0: the, the the eternal brother competitiveness right here. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is, is, is that? I mean, I know what he's about to say. He knows what I'm about to say. So we have a previous commitment on like. We, we agreed on what to do. We actually color-coded our cheat sheet, so we, we, <laughs> we don't continue to do that, but... All right. <laughs> Dude, Alex, only we have a couple minutes after this live is over. But with that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us in the Content is Profit podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at BeastBrosco and don't forget to subscribe. That's right, guys. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, don't
0: forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you.